The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is socially distanced. I am Paxton Wright. Uh, you, not you listening, but you, the person I'm looking at on my computer screen via Zoom, is Justin Kiever. You is Justin Kiever. How is you doing, Justin Kiever? I is Justin Kiever, and I is doing okay. You know, it's been it's busy it's summer session, so I'm uh you know working got a lot of other kind of like projects i'm trying to like balance as well um so yeah i'm, I'm busy and tired and um that maybe contributes to uh my mood and the conversation we're gonna have today well that are good that you're busy it's always important to keep busy uh yeah i i i i'm busy too we're recording this at a weird time i also should say again microphone is coming someday i'll sound like i'm not you know uh, a 12 year old yelling uh uh racial slurs at you over xbox live soon enough but for now you know it's still it's still gonna be a little rocky on my (laughs) end but um but uh uh yeah this is gonna be a short one today because uh justin you are very busy prepping for your class and i have work in about an hour so (laughs) so this is fairly irresponsible for me to even be uh, uh attempting to make a show right now but this is the only time we could make work this week and by gum you know it, you know it's not like us to just skip a week of this show ever. You know we we keep our content consistent with a weekly turnover, and we would no never... one no one ever vanishes for like a month. <laughs> never, never. And that's the thing. Uh, we don't want to set a new precedent here. You know, <laughs> well, that's not what socially distanced is about. Um, so anyway, uh, let's let's just hop right into it. Justin, we both recently, over the last uh, few weeks, uh, on our own times, we played a new indie game that's kind of uh, that's kind of made some noise in the indie sphere lately, for better or for worse. Uh, and that is uh, 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 what is it? Um, Mischief, Mischief Studios, uh, game, indie game developer helmed by Doc Squiddy, right? That's what he goes by, Doc Squiddy? Um, Doc, uh, well, Doc Squiddy, I think, is the uh, the Twitter handle, and Doc Burford is the kind of um, the authorial name. That's right, yes. Uh, uh, headed by Doc uh, 
Burford? Why did, how did I already forget? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, Doc Burford, and too, um, there's a and working with another um, developer uh, as well, and I'll pull that up right now. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it's the debut game by a studio called The uh, Mischief, um, and. Yeah, I mean, we're both kind of coming to this game as... I don't think uh, we said the name of the game yet. That game is called Adios. Yes, the, yes, the yeah. game is called Adios. Thank you. Um, radio. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, uh, so the game's called Adios. We're both coming to this as uh, fans of a game that uh, Doc uh, worked on uh, previously called Paratopic. Um, you know, I think both you and I, Paxton, are big fans of Paratopic. Doc is a third of the kind of core team on that game. Uh, I think he, I'm pretty sure Doc was formerly in Arbitrary Metric, which is the uh, development studio that produced Paratopic. He has since left that studio. Um, there was, as I understand, a lot of like, inter- I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs, but there was a lot of like internal drama at play. Um, after there was Paratopic, something, right? Yeah. Or something. I don't know. I think they, they've all been fairly hush hush about it. And I'm not in the kind of like whisper circles um, in the indie sphere to like really know anything for sure. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there was some beef or something. They split. Um, and now uh, Arbitrary Metric um, is working on uh, Tangiers, which is a game that a uh, uh, developer, uh, Jess Harvey, has been, I think, like working on to some extent for like a decade at this it's point. It's been a long time. And then they, it was supposed to come out in like 2018 or 19, and then it got sort of dropped for a while. And then they just sort of re-picked the project back up a few months ago. And it looks to be coming along to pretty near close it looks great yeah it looks amazing it's always looked amazing basically at every yeah. stage of its development but um anyway we're not here to talk about how excited we are for tangiers even though i think we're both quite excited for it um we're here to talk about uh adios um we're here to talk which, about how sort of disappointed we were by adios i'm well. I, i'm here to be a little meaner to adios right yeah. so it, it's it, it's interesting because it's very much kind of like in certain ways it is very obviously kind of a post-paratopic game um because you know it's like an hour long uh to use the the term that's unfortunately become the genre term walking simulator it is an hour-long walking simulator uh it um you know there are certain kind of um ui similarities that like really kind of marked it as like oh yeah this is from someone who worked on paratopic namely the fact that like when you're uh you know the game is very dialogue driven and when you have an option in the dialogue like you'll see the kind of like the options pop up in the bottom left of the screen and like you know you hit a the corresponding like you know keyboard input to like select one which is very similar to paratopic and like it really does kind of like mark it as a follow-up to me um like that like little stylistic choice in addition to kind of the genre similarities and all of that though paratopic was certainly not dialogue driven um and i think that's kind of the uh you know, in terms of sort of like the the shift and you know authorial voice from arbitrary metric to mischief you can see like a real emphasis on dialogue uh, before we kind of keep going we should run through the plot really quick um that it's would pretty be a sim- good call it's pretty simple um in adios you uh you know you play as a i'm just gonna you know what um here you go in Adios, you play you play as a pig farmer who no longer wants to dispose of bodies for the mob, um, and that is the uh, basically the, the copy on Twitter. 
And yeah, I mean, and that's basically kind of it is, you know, like you. Well, the game, uh, the game is focused around uh, like one of the associates from the mob uh, coming to visit you on your farm to contract you for a new job when you go to confront him and tell him that you in fact do not want to be taking any more jobs and he basically reminds you like hey that's not how this works you don't really get a say in this matter like and but like there one of the ways in which and we can get more into this later but like one of the ways in which i actually did appreciate adios i think a little more than you did one of the things i did really like about it was the relationship between the two main characters i thought was actually fairly compelling um because it's like you have this dynamic of these two characters who are actually kind of friends but there is this wedge between them which is that they are brought together by way of business and a very toxic form of business and this knowledge that uh if one of this one of these characters does take a step for his own benefit um even if it's to like the minor detriment of the other that will inevitably bring this like relationship they have crashing down i thought that dynamic was interesting but that's we can reapproach that in a minute but basically the game is you spend the day with this associate from the mob and converse about life and uh your histories and et cetera, et cetera. You just kind of have meandering conversation that uh, is compelling in the moment because the voice acting is so good. Uh, it boasts incredible voice acting. And it kind of, I think to me, kind of tricked me into thinking I was more interested in the story than I actually was uh, on the other side. Um Mm-hmm. But it, it shows the power of a good performance. I'll say that. Anyway, that's kind of basically what the game boils down to. Yeah. You know, like you do chores and then, uh, you know, yeah. And while well, you tell your hitman friend that, you know, I don't want to do this job anymore. And he goes, you should keep doing the job. And you go, no, I don't want to do the job anymore. You know, your character goes, I don't want to do the job anymore. And it's that for an hour. I, I'm to be real, you know, I'm thankful to this game because it has spurred me into a strong, I have not had this strong a reaction to something in a while. You know, I've been a bit emotionally deadened lately and I hated audios. <laughs> I really hated it. And I mean, I, but the thing I will, you know, start with the positive. It does have very strong performances. Like the, the voice acting is good. Um, they are doing their very best to sell terrible dialogue. Uh, it's just like, like that was kind of like the main thing was like it's um like, like the thing that i texted you when i was like in the middle of playing it was just it's so maudlin like it is so maudlin because like it's um basically uh and you know i'm just gonna get a kind of spoilery with this because like uh, the thing is to be honest it tells the game tells you how it's going to end from the get-go that's true the game does not hit you with any real surprises throughout and it's not really it doesn't intend to but um yeah so like like, so there's not that much to spoil but anyway i guess spoiler alert still if you you don't care yeah i mean like well i'll say this the the game basically you know Uh, the game makes it clear from the jump that, you know, this guy uh, that you are playing as the pig farmer, like, you know, is intent on quitting. And it makes it very clear from the jump that uh, the cost of that is going to be his life. 
And the, the sort of like the unfurling that kind of happens throughout the game is like the tension is not like, can, you know, uh, can the pig farmer be convinced to, you know, stay, keep with his mob, uh, job. It's, uh, it's like meant to be kind of like the story of, okay, why is this guy, you know, why is he so intent on leaving? And the answer is basically it's an assisted suicide. Like the, um, you know, like the, there's, you know, like regret and like loneliness and all this. And like, you know, his wife died and his, uh, um, his son, you know, his, 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 his son hates him. Terms. His son and his son hates him for, I am sorry, a very stupid reason. I, okay. That's what I thought too. I was, uh, <laughs> I was telling someone about that scene. Cause I was, it was the day after when I was like still kind of ruminating on the game. And I was telling someone like, yeah, there's this whole scene where you call your son. And then they're like, like, why is the son uh, like, so why is the son angry? Like, why does the son not talk to his uh, dad anymore? And I started like laying out the reason. And I was like, wait, that's, is that it? that's the whole oh like it really as i was explaining it i was like that's kind of dumb oh it's it's very (laughs) dumb and honestly i I think so here this is a deeply religious game like uh, 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 which is something that honestly i like but it's not religious in a way that's interesting like i think there are interesting ways to do religious themes i think there are very interesting ways to do religious themes um you know i think the a lot of the kind of like the, the back end of like the sort of like the drama is about like, you know, do you, do you believe in hell and I'm like going to hell for doing bad things, which is like the second most boring kind of like really like deployal, like, I'm sorry, deployment of a religion. The most boring being why does God let bad things happen? Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a different conversation, but yeah, no, like, like the, it's just like the game is on like full tilt drama the whole way through and it's doing a lot of and the drama is entirely kind of communicated through the dialogue uh because just to be real like the environment isn't interesting you don't you don't do anything interesting in it and the game is very intent on sitting you down in like one particular space and having a, and having a conversation happen, like a conversation that you really don't impact that much through dialogue options. And so to, to kind of like, you know, put my cards on the table here. um, I, I have played a lot of walking simulators in my life and I, you know, early on in my, when I was trying to become a game critic is something I've since given up on. Like I was a walking simulator defender because I think, you know, the, um, the initial kind of like reaction against uh, walking Sims, like when they really got popular in the kind of like the post dear Esther and gone home uh, days was a, uh, was well reactionary. I mean, it was very much this kind of, you know, people re- responding to like these sort of like minimalist games like dear Esther and gone home. And um uh, and a million more um, saying like, oh, these, these, these aren't games. There's no combat in them. There's no puzzles. Where's my fail state? Um, and that, and that was really messed up, you know, like that was, it was this kind of, um, especially because like this was part of the um, walking Sims were kind of part of a, uh, an explosion of, you know, like lower budget uh, kind of a, they were part of this explosion, like lower budget minimalist games, like these mechanically simple games that were being made by, you know, like just 
to use this language, marginalized voices, to be honest. Like it was, you know, like games, you know, made by queer people, made by, uh, in some cases, made by people of color. Like these people trying to make simple, expressive things. And the kind of like the initial reaction to them, like not being games was, was a deeply, you know, this kind of like formal argument that had this like deep political resonance to it. And I think it was really messed up. That said, there are bad walking simulators. And I think like the thing about Adios was that I think it's important to talk about why this game is bad because there needs to be like a distinction between like, because mechanical like minimalism and it just isn't always good you know like that's sort of like that's my my stake in this is like i I think there is a distinction to be made between like a good walking sim and a bad walking sim and that like it's important to recognize that like dear esther is good and this game is less good um and for me it really is like i don't think the conversations are good like this is a game that basically like stakes everything on its dialogue and i think the dialogue is very bad i think the performances are good but i think that like there's an early conversation like it, it just tries to pack so much in you know it's this like hour-long thing that tries to give you like basically in like you know entirely through dialogue the full scope of this person's life and it does so at like full tilt drama all the time. Like there's this kind of a, there's one of the most interesting scenes in the game, I think is there's the, because the chores that you're doing are not interesting. So much of it is like, so auto, like we've seen this kind of, um, there's been a, I think a rise in like interesting, you could call them walking Sims or like combat free walking games where you get to fiddle with the environment in interesting ways. There's a really wonderful uh, Russian game called uh, like uh, it, it's winter. Um, it's, it's an, it's an incident precise uh, or something of an, uh, an odd translation, I believe, but like, it's a game that's basically about you living in a flat in Russia and just kind of like fiddling with the knobs in the apartment, you know, like you can, and you can do little things in the game, like cooking and um, which you can do in audios and I'll get to that. But um, like you can mess with that environment in ways that are really interesting. And in Adios, you basically get a lot of uh, sort of like heavily authored scenes where you get to do one particular thing. And, uh, and I think like a lot of that, a lot of what you can do is very awkward and you just, there's just not very much happening in the mise-en-scene of this game. And all of the dialogue scenes are very long and you end up exhausting like the full scope of what you can do within probably like the first like 10% of the dialogue. And, and there's nothing really to do except like sit there and wait while this dialogue happens. And you're not really like, you're not contributing very much. The dialogue is bad because it's just like, like, like one of the most interesting scenes for me, like I, I went on a bit of a tangent there is a scene where you're playing uh, horseshoes with uh, your, uh, your hitman buddy. And it's one, it is the only time that the game gives you a task that actually takes most of the, uh, most of the, like the time for the dialogue. It really is the only one, I guess yeah. the skeet shooting to it, but the skeet shooting you can barrel through too, depending on how quickly you decide to go through it. So, yeah. And like, um, there was, yeah, the, the, the skeet shooting one kind of kind of uh, worked out. Except I did waste a lot of time trying to shoot the hitman with the gun, um, and it, it doesn't it doesn't work, folks. Um, and yeah, no, but like the thing was the um, but like the conversation that's happening in that you know, 
and, and that's the thing is like audio is like kind of like, you know, it, hypothetically, like on paper actually sounds really interesting. Have conversations while you do chores with this kind of like, you know, additional like life or death kind of conversation, like, you know, uh, thing built in. But the thing is like the life or death stakes are, stakes are just so obvious. Like the, the, um, the guy just kind of like says, you know, like, you know, this is a job you can't leave. And I'm just like, just say that you're a hitman for the mob and that you're going to kill him. Like, just, just tell him that in the beginning and then have a conversation about something else, but it just keeps coming up. And it's just so obvious from the get go. Like, I'm just- I, I didn't mind it because I, I did, I will say I, I found the dialogue often contrived, um, especially, especially with, I think the moment that stands out to me most is the part you were talking about earlier, where it's like, uh, uh, am, am I going to go to hell? Like that, basically that whole thing is like, that was like unbearable. And there's a few moments like that throughout the game. By and large, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I need, I need to get in a few yeah. more. There there's that one. There's the bit where the, the guy talks about fixing his soda machines and he says his wife taught him it was okay to cry. Oh, uh, that was there's, which, oh, I did forget um, about that. One. There's the, and there's the bit in, in the, the horseshoes conversation where he talks about like going to Vietnam and then goes like, and then I went back as a reporter. I had to fight against the war in my own way. And, you know, maybe I'd, did enough maybe i didn't and it's just like this is so it it is so contrived it's like all of it is just so maudlin and so contrived and so cliche anyway i'm sorry i I think it's i think it's cliche in terms of substance um i thought in terms of i guess in terms of style the dialogue didn't necessarily disappoint me i thought like i thought it was like i thought the way in which the, I thought the dynamic between the characters actually was pretty effective for me. I liked their relationship as these two guys who like, I mean, I've sort of said it already, but as these two guys who like are actually buddies and actually have some degree of respect for one another, uh, even though it was never really clear to me why the farmer would have any respect for this hitman. Um, I, I think it's just implied that they have decades worth of past together. So that has somehow cleared that up. But I do like that the hitman actually is sympathetic to this farmer. I thought that their dynamic was interesting and in that like, he's not like, you know, we're going to have to kill you if you don't blah, blah, blah. Like that's not his approach. His approach is like, Hey man, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. Just like really think about what you're doing. Like I, See- I, I liked I thought that dynamic was interesting and paired with like again uh, pretty pretty stylish I think generally natural sounding dialogue in my opinion I, I thought a lot of it uh-uh. sounded natural that's 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 me that's you know different strokes I thought a lot of it sounded pretty good and again I think it was really assisted by some like outstanding voiceover work that probably disguised a lot of the quality of that dialogue um to me, I thought the general, the general loop was compelling enough for me to see it through to the end without like, without rolling my eyes too much. And it was really just more one of those ones where upon finishing it and upon really getting, having sort of a lukewarm warm response to that ending, 
uh, really didn't care for the ending. Uh, I was like, eh, okay, well, let's, you know, otherwise it was pretty good. And then in the following days, it really, it really started when I was telling my friend about the, uh, the phone call with your son. When I told my friend about that, I was like, wait, that was, that was kind of dumb. Wait, what? And then I like started thinking more and more about the game. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, I was saying last night that this might be my, my potential game of the year. I I think I'm really going to walk that one back. It was certainly a game I played this year. I have that much <laughs> to say about it. Yeah, um, it made me feel something, and that's worth it, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, no, it just really... Um, I, I mean, part of it is like, you know, like I've been watching... I'm teaching a film class so like I've been like watching more movies than usual lately and like part of it was just like maybe I think poor comparison to things like to other kind of like reluctant hitman movies like Kill List which is a very different kind of thing but like still kind of a reluctant hitman story I just watched that for the first time like three days ago really where did they bring that I thought it was okay Oh, I, I thought it was, Kill List. I thought it was, oh, I, it's so good. I was disappointed. I was uh, honestly, I had kind of the same reaction I had to Adios, where I was like, that wasn't bad, I guess. See, like, like it's sort of on the okay, same level. But, but Kill, Kill List, at least, has incredibly naturalistic dialogue. And a that lot of true. scenes were like, in a lot of scenes where, and this is a thing that I think Adios, like, tries to do with, through the whole, like, through the whole kind of, like, talking obliquely around the life or death stakes, which, again, it should have just established. And then, you know, like, like audio what audios wants to do is have characters talk around something but they are always talking about it and they're always talking about like you know death and it's just like maximum maudlin all the time and the thing that i think killis does really well is that it has characters who are angry about one kind of thing or like you know like have like these like fundamental kind of character flaws and they are like always kind of displacing you know these issues onto something else and like and like watching like i've been watching wes anderson movies lately and going like oh yeah all these movies are really sad actually even though they, they like seem super twee you know and they're always it's always characters refusing to talk about something um and i mean hell like honestly like the given how like the the the, the performance of the main character in adios is so like red dead he actually sounds a lot like the main guy from calavara's gunslinger like if never you told played me, it. Um, I mean, he sounds like Arthur Morgan from Red Dead 2. Yeah, and like, there's a bit, you know, there's a very important scene in Red Dead 2 where Arthur Morgan just says to, you know, like when he realizes that he is deathly ill, spoilers um, for that kind of a, like, like, I guess like second act spoilers for that game where he realizes like he has, uh, you know, some kind of sickness that he's it's not going to get Pneumonia? Cured. What does he have again? Or, or something. Yeah. Some old some old timey illness that we have since uh, vaccinated, mostly vaccinated out of existence um thankfully uh and he just like you know he meets this one side character at a train station just goes i'm scared and that there's more pathos in that scene than there is in anything in adios and for a game that is like so you know just so convinced that it's like it's it is so convinced that it's saying something important and that these like conversations are so meaningful and it just, it's so unconvincing for me. And it really like, it is such a, it's such a simulation of human emotion. It seems so like, it's a game that so des- so desperately wants to be human and it just came off as so inhuman. Like I found it kind of like offensive in, in that way. And that, and that kind of like, you know, in my, I don't know. I, no, I, I, 
I agree, and I think one of the things that frustrated me too, I because that scene, yeah, that scene from Red Dead too. It's interesting because it's been I haven't played that game since 2018, and I remember the exact scene you're talking about because that scene does land like nail its execution so perfectly and really is powerfully performed. And I mean, granted, well directed and and uh, well staged because yeah, it's a like gajillion dollar property which you know audios didn't have going for it but even so like it it does yeah it does stick its landing a lot more um and i think one thing that frustrates me is i did listen to an interview with uh doc uh, a few weeks ago talking about the game uh wherein it was interesting because he is clearly a a guy who has a lot of like creative curiosity which makes for a lot of makes for a lot of interesting projects it i mean the pitch of adios is fairly interesting paratopic mm-hmm. is extremely interesting like yeah, he's clear, yeah he's clearly got this great sense of creativity and and yeah curiosity about the world when he talks about his interests that are very niche that really do show that like he is a sharp creative mind even if this game didn't necessarily stick the landing for me he's a sharp guy that being said he's also a very kind of condescending guy to other properties from what i saw like one of the things he does go on about like in this interview is he starts like slamming the writing in red dead and saying like he's like he's like a lot of people called that the game of the year when it came out i don't know why anyone would call that the game of any year or like blah blah, blah. and like says it very much in passing like he's well above these massive critically and commercially adored triple a games or it's like like you know there's plenty of critically and commercially adored AAA games that aren't for me, but I don't deny that they have a, I don't deny that they have a chutzpah about them that makes them important or impactful to people. And like, and that's the thing is I now think about like, yeah, this scene from red dead. And I think about this scene from Adios that's basically trying to do the same thing. And I'm like, wait, this is one is infinitely better, better, uh, better posed than the other. Um, and it's so it feels unearned. And also, by the way, as I've said on the show before, I am making a dialogue heavy character based branching paths indie game right now. Uh, so I, I'm sure I'm not going to stick the landing in many ways. I think we have a pretty good script and I'm sure it's going to come out and it's going to get torn to shreds at certain points. Like I, I, it's a fact of it's a fact of life. So I'm not saying what Doc did is easy. By good lord, no! I'm sure that was this is an incredibly ambitious, huge undertaking, but it left something to be desired. Just like you know, my thing's probably going to leave some things to be desired in some people. It just is what it is. I just you know, I want to put that footnote in there that I'm not diminishing the amount of effort and time and money put into this thing. Oh yeah, no, I mean like it's like it's difficult. Like it is ambitious, you know, and I will give it that. And I think it's just the yeah. Um, and like writing, you know, writing branch and dialogue is very difficult. Uh, I've tried it. It's not easy. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, no, uh, there's, yeah. Again, like the, the fact that like, you know, audio sounds good on paper is in and of itself, like you know, an accomplishment of sorts, especially insofar as most video games coming out these days do not sound interesting on paper. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like I, Again, like, like I, I'm, you know, I'm joking, but I'm also being kind of serious. Like this thing did spur me into a response. And part of that is responding to its ambitions. And that's, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. And that, and that, and that is actually a good thing that, it, you know, can like have, you know, that it, can, that, that it can lead to this kind of response. So, you know, I'm still ultimately glad I played it, but I do think, you know, I think there are much better games of this genre out there. And uh, I think like Paratopic. Like, yeah. Like Paratopic, like off peak, like, uh, you know, basically all, all of the China, all of the Chinese room stuff, I think like as like maudlin is over dramatic and it is over dramatic. That stuff gets, it has better pacing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like they're, uh, uh, yeah. Gone home, Tacoma, all that good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, that's adios. Uh, interesting little game. I, I still, I, it's pretty inexpensive i think it's like five to ten bucks how much does it's it cost again eighteen dollars that's too much wait for it to go on sale and then give it a shot um it's it's a uh it's not an eighteen dollar game i don't think personally but some might disagree a lot of people really love it so i don't know i still i still urge people to give it a shot but it wasn't wasn't for me and it certainly wasn't for you um well that's gonna do it for us today uh we like i said it's gonna be a short one so it's just gonna be about a half hour of music here so enjoy that uh this is kuci 88.9 fm in irvine stay healthy everyone bye everyone